Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here. I am so dang excited for this episode. Of course, I'm going to share something I'm grateful for, something I'm currently loving. And then, of course, we are going to dive into this week's topic, which is all about failure and embracing failure. And I'm going to share a recent experience I had with it and a bit of an embarrassing story (laughs) that happened recently, actually this past weekend over Memorial Day weekend. So I cannot wait to dive in. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to up-level your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Hello and a welcome back to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica Vishkalis here. And guys, I am so damn excited for this week's episode and to be recording on my new laptop, which has definitely been a learning curve. But guys, this is going to take it to the next level. I'm going to be able to do so many more things. I'm going to finally be able to get caught up on YouTube. I've been able to make videos so much faster. So if you are not on um, the podcast YouTube page. It is in the links below. I will make sure to link it in the show notes, but make sure you check it out. If you want to watch the podcast, it's really fun. I think the first like 15 ish episodes don't have the capability of video, but after that I have video as well. And I love it. I'm so glad I'm able to add that and to finally get caught up because honestly, my old computer just works so dang slow that I was never able to catch up. It literally would take me days sometimes to make and upload a video because that's how old my old laptop was. So I guess the first thing I'm going to say I'm grateful for this week is my new laptop. We are going to be able to do so many amazing things on it. I'm hoping to share more content on YouTube, more videos of things that I'm doing, such as recipes, such as various, you know, maybe fitness, maybe 75 hard, just various things. I'm really, really excited for it. So if you are a YouTube person, just be on the lookout that I am kind of going to start expanding more on YouTube. I think it's a really great platform and it's a platform that I do not think is going anywhere. So that's one reason why I kind of want to hop on over there and to make sure to share the podcast, but as well as other content. So if you're a YouTube person, check it out. Something else I am grateful for today, I'm going to do a double dipper, is of course the three-day weekend. Now we need to remember Memorial Day. It is in honor and in remembrance of those who gave up their lives for us in this country. And I think it's really important we recognize that. So I am so fucking grateful for all the men and women who serve, but especially for those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. And, you know, I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent, but I don't fucking care. There are so many people 
that constantly bash our country, that constantly talk shit, they constantly say how terrible of a place it is to live. But remember, people died for you to have that freedom. People died for you to be able to talk however you want. People died for me to have this podcast. People died for me to have the freedom of speech, freedom of association, freedom of religion. In other countries, you literally can get fucking stoned, hung. You can be put to death for speaking out, for loving who you love, for a ton of different shit. And is our country perfect? No, it is not. I think we can all acknowledge that. But if you do not have fucking gratitude for being a citizen of the United States, then you need to fucking check yourself because there's actually a lot of amazing things that we have here that other parts of the world do not. So just be mindful of that this Memorial Day. (laughs) It just passed, and I'm sorry if that pisses people off, but it pisses me off um, when people give the ultimate sacrifice and so many others are just completely ungrateful for and do not recognize the privilege they have. So check your privilege, people. And I know that there are things that, of course, we could do better because that is always the case. I'm not saying that's not the case, but I think having some gratitude for the USA is important. And I know we have a lot of non-USA listeners, and I think in general, it's good to have gratitude for your home country, unless, of course, obviously, it's like a horrible, dangerous place. But you know what I'm saying? It's important to express gratitude, and Memorial Day is all about thanking those who gave the ultimate sacrifice for us to live the life that we have every single day because we would not if it were not for them, okay? So I think sometimes we get disconnected from the reality of that, and I think it's very important to be mindful. So that's my little rant. Uh, We'll be off that soapbox (laughs) for a minute. Now, what am I currently loving? Oh, so many things, as you guys know, but Kyle had a funny idea. So if you're going to watch on YouTube, I'm going to import a photo of my dog, Hunter, because who do I love? What do I love right now? Of course, I love my dogs. I always love my dogs, but one of what I'm currently loving, especially being summer in Arizona, the Roomba. We call the Roomba Sweet Cheeks. That's what Kyle named it forever ago. And you know, the Roomba is like the robot vacuum that goes around the house. I love that shit because we have two dogs that shed a lot. We also have a yard that sometimes has dead grass in it because it's Arizona and it's very difficult to keep your yard super green, right? So Hunter... God bless him. He loves to roll in the dead grass and then track it all inside because we have a doggy door. So they are in and out, in and out all day. And so I'm very grateful and I'm currently loving the Roomba because it helps keep our house not a disaster. And I'm going to put a picture up of what Hunter came in looking like right after. I mean, literally like an hour after I had done finishing like the Roomba around the house because, you know, you do have to be mindful of it, empty it every like so many minutes, whatever. So yeah, that is something I'm grateful for. And it may sound silly or something I'm currently loving. I guess I'm grateful for it and I'm loving it. God bless a Roomba. If you do not have one, I know there's some people are like, oh my God, it's by technology to get a floor plan of your house. And like, I don't know, maybe, but it's also so convenient, especially if you're like me and like cleaning is a bit of your downside. So That's just what I'm currently loving, especially having a Husky mix and a Shepherd Boxer mix because they shed quite a bit and it is getting to that point where it's 100 degrees often and it's getting hot in Arizona. So we love anything that helps keep the house a bit cleaner in an easier way. So let's dive into this week's topic and we are going to talk all about failure and what it's like when you try something new and maybe you fucking suck at it or you put yourself out there and it doesn't go the way you want to. 
we're going to talk about it because I have experienced failure multiple, multiple times in my life. I would argue that I did very recently over the weekend, over Memorial Day weekend. And I think it's really important for us to acknowledge the value that honestly failure can bring to our lives. So let me tell you a quick story. We went up north to Kyle's parents' house for Memorial Day weekend, and we had a fucking blast. We love going up there, especially to get out of town, out of the city. Um, And we like to go camping, but obviously that's a very busy time of year to go. So we decided just to go to the cabin, and we had a great time. Um, And we decided to go fishing on the last day on that Monday. And Kyle and I have both been fishing before, but it has been literal years. Like the last time I think I went fishing was probably as a child. I might have gone once in college, but most consistently that I can remember as a child. But regardless, last time I went, I did not have to touch the fish, guys. I did not have to touch the fish. I also did not have to touch the bait. Um, I guess I was being fucking spoiled. (laughs) If we're being honest, I was being spoiled and I did not have to touch these things. And Kyle was like, do you want to go fishing? He used to go a lot with his grandpa when he was younger. And we just like wanted to get out of the cabin. We had spent a lot of time there. Um, he was doing a lot of projects with his dad and we're like, you know what? Let's just like not sit around. Let's go do something. Why not? And so, cause a lot of times when we go up there, we might do things around like around the small town, because it's a very small town that they live in, like super, super small in Arizona. Um, But we were like, let's go down to the creek. And so we went down to the creek and went fishing. And guys, I caught a big ass fish. Um, I'm going to try. I'll put a, a photo on the YouTube so you can see. I'll insert a photo. I got a pretty big fish for me, considering what the trout were. I believe it's a trout. It's actually, it was a really pretty fish. And I did a good job of putting the bait on, but the bait was easy to put on. And then when I got the fish, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm now going to have to touch this fish. I'm going to have to touch this fish because Kyle is like, you caught it. You got to process it. And I'm like, what? And I was like, oh, my dad always did that for me. So can you help me out? He's like, no, you got to do it. He's like, I'll show you, but you got to do it. And this poor fish, y'all, I traumatized it 100%. I dropped it. I was like, this is scary and disgusting. And (laughs) you have to understand, I was not raised in the country by any means. I was raised in a small town in Michigan, but like we didn't have guns in our house. We went camping like once or twice a year maybe, but it was like easy car camping. I did outdoorsy things like skiing. I didn't like do things like hunting and fishing was pretty minimal. And like I said, my dad would always touch the bait or touch the fish if I caught one. So I was like, what do you mean I got to touch this slimy, gross thing? I did. (laughs) I did. And it was terrifying. I did eventually get there. Um, That poor fish probably has had trauma from me dropping it. And I was kind of being a little bitch, if I'm being quite honest. And then we get back to the cabin. Kyle got three fish. I got one. And honestly, we got them for the dogs because it's really good for our dogs to give them fish. So we are freezing the fish. We'll give them to the dogs down the road. But anywho, I was like, okay, I need to process this fish now. And so Kyle's mom taught me how to clean the fish, how to gut the fish and clean it. And I was like, what the fuck? It's disgusting. Y'all, have you cleaned a fish before? Have you gutted a fish before? I have not. And I was like, oh, I got to do what now? I got to put the knife where now? I got to rip out what now? Holy shit. 
and uh, I was very squeamish. I'll be very honest with y'all. I cried. I cried because I was so grossed out and I'm like a stress crier. And I was like, what do you mean? So his parents really got to see a fun side of Erica, which was the scared side. And luckily they're very kind and uh, patient. And his mom showed me how to clean a fish. And she's like, Erica, if you're going to catch it, you got to clean it. And I understand that principle. And I was like, oh, I got this. Like the whole time I was like, it'll be fine. I could touch a fish. No problem. And then when it comes to it, I'm like fucking terrified. Oh, I'll get the fish. No problem. When it comes to it, I'm like fucking terrified. So I kind of like failed at this whole fishing thing, if I'm being honest. But this is where I didn't fail. I think it's really important to look at how you handle those moments when maybe you're not doing so hot. Maybe you're not doing as well as you think you're going to. How do you fucking handle it? Do you just buck up and keep going? Do you keep trying? Do you get back on the horse or do you give up? So I did the first time, like my fish. I kind of sucked at gutting it. I was so scared. Like, okay, so you have to like cut an incision along the body of the fish and then like rip the guts out. And when it came to ripping the guts out, I was like, no, that is a no from me. I am not going to like rip this fish apart. It really just, it grossed me out so much. I was like, I can't. And then I was like, Erica, grow the fuck up, get back on the horse. Like you can do it. You've done a ton of hard shit in your life. Like it's going to be okay. So Kyle's mom was very gracious and she did the first one for me. And then I took another fish. I took one of Kyle's fish and I gutted that one. Kyle's dad helped me a little bit with like the initial rip because I was like, I don't, I can't get this. Like I'm a little confused, but I did it. I made the incision. I started pulling it, all this stuff out. I cleaned it. You're probably like, Erica, I don't want to hear any of this, but sorry, you're hearing this. And let me tell you, I think it's really important that I clean that second fish because I could have just given up. I could have just cried and been like, I am too grossed out. I can't do this. I can't do this. This is too much for me. This is past my threshold, you know, or I could have gotten back up on the horse and tried again. And that's what I decided to do. And I think it's really, really important to do that because how you handle those adverse moments, like that adversity, how you handle those failures that life hands you. And yes, It is literally just cleaning a fucking fish, but this can happen in so many different areas of our life, right? Like there are multiple times that we fail in life and maybe it's something tiny. Like I didn't know how to gut a fish. And when I tried, I kind of wimped out and I was being a little baby about it, or it can be bigger, right? It could be failing out of school or a relationship or something, right? Like it could be much higher stakes, much bigger consequences. And I think the fear of failure is something that really holds people back. I know it's held me back for years with just putting myself out there and doing the things that I love to do. You know, I would argue that I'm probably not exactly where I want to be right now because of my fear of failure. And it's not that I'm a perfectionist. I know some people are. I personally don't think that I am. I am more so scared of being like seen and scared of even allowing myself to want the thing. I don't know if that makes sense, but when it comes to, let's say, growing a podcast or growing a YouTube channel or starting a business or learning a new skill, sometimes it can just be really scary to just make that initial leap and to put yourself out there to try to do it because you're scared of failing. I know I've had that. I've had that fear of failure, and I think it's really important to show up for yourself because you are showing yourself that you are worth it. You are worth doing the hard things, the gross things, the scary things, the things that make you uncomfortable. You are worth it. You are worth having those successes and having those moments and even having those failures because those failures 
are going to show you what you're made of. They're going to show you, do I care enough? They're going to show you, do I care enough to get back up on the horse? They're going to show you, is this something I really want? Is it worth trying again? Is it worth putting myself out there? Is it worth it? And if it is, that's amazing. And you might decide, you know what, this isn't for me. That's okay. Sometimes we need those failures as a redirection. You know, um, it's often a saying that rejection is just a redirection. And I really do believe that. I really, really do. You know, I've talked about it before, but I had applied to a different insurance job before I applied to the one that I had or that I currently work at. And I didn't get it. And I was so disappointed. I was so, so, so disappointed. But I realized later down the road that I needed that re- that rejection, that redirection, because it pointed me towards the perfect job. Like, I love my job. I'm so grateful for my job. Um, there's so many things about it that I'm so grateful for. I love the people, the work, the environment. It's just, it's good times, right? And so sometimes we need those moments of failure to show us what we're truly made of and what it is that we actually want. Because when you are in those low moments, when you're like, fuck, I am not where I want to be, or I did not do this right, or I really got to make a fucking decision. Am I going to put myself out there again? Am I going to put myself back up on the horse and try again? Or am I just going to call this a no? And sometimes it's okay. It is okay to let things go after failure if you realize it's not something you actually want. Okay. You know, I would argue that a lot of things in life you could, in theory, consider a failure. But is it really a failure? I think it's all about how we how we think about it, the the context we put around it. Because there's things I've definitely, quote, failed, but I don't see myself as a failure, right? You know, for example, I think the 75 hard kind of brings this out in people a lot because they're like, oh, fuck, I failed. And I'm like, but did you actually? So I just completed phase one yesterday. And if you remember, if you've been following along my journey, so there's the 75 hard and then there's phase one, phase two, and phase three. And that's for a year long program. Not everyone does the year long, but I'm committing to the year long because I want to see where my life is if I really give it my all for a fucking year, right? And that's one reason why I'm so excited to, you know, get this new technology to help me up level. And I've been focusing so much on like my physical being that I'm so excited to start diving more into my emotional and my spiritual being and like the business side of things because there's so much I want to do and that I know I can do and that I know I'm capable of, but I need to just fucking do it, right? And sometimes when we have those moments of failure or what feels like a failure, it really is the ultimate test of how bad do you fucking want it? Are you going to pull yourself back up by the bootstraps? and fucking go after it or not. And there are moments where I think it's totally appropriate to be like, you know what, this, this is actually a redirection for me. And I realized that in this quote failure, I don't necessarily want to pursue it anymore. So like I was saying, sorry, I got sidetracked. Um, I technically failed phase one a couple weeks in, if I'm remembering correctly, I think I got sick and yeah, I think I got sick and I failed it. And I was like, fuck, now I have to start over. And I was mad because like, for example, I, my last couple of days on phase one were over this holiday weekend and I did not want to be on it over the holiday weekend. I wanted to just eat whatever I wanted and not have to worry about working out and blah, 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 blah. But it was such a good test of my discipline and how bad do you fucking want it, Erica? I had to choose to redo the program and to restart and to get back up on the horse and to commit to bettering myself and bettering my life. And I know that it's going to be worth it. I know, no, no, it's going to be worth it because 
it has helped me in so many areas, right? So I'm like, Erica, let's fucking relax. It's all good. Just like, I don't know if I've talked about this on here, but last or two years ago, when I first did the 75 hard, I wanted to do the live hard program and I failed it. I failed it multiple times before I ultimately failed it and then failed the whole year long program. So sorry, a little itch. So I did not fail the 75 hard the first time, but the first time I did it, when I did phase one, I failed phase one two times, which means to complete phase one, I essentially did it three times and I did it back to back to back. So I basically did 90 days of phase fucking one, which is harder than 75 hard. So I basically did two 75 hards in a row with like, I think I took like two or three weeks off between, um, when I ended the 75 hard and when I did phase one. And let me tell you, it fucking sucked failing because the first time I failed it, I failed it on, I don't remember the exact day, but both times when I failed it, the first and second time I failed it in the last couple of days. I think the first time it was like day 27. And then the second time is day 28 of 30 of 30 guys. I was so fucking close. And there was moments when I did phase one this time, when I restarted it after getting sick, I honestly, the first two weeks, I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? I don't want to do this. This is so much work. This is so much effort. Like, why? What is the point? And here's the fucking point I came to is that I've made a commitment to myself that I want a certain lifestyle. I want to look a certain way. I want to feel a certain way. I want to act a certain way. And I want to have a certain level of success in my life. And I know for me that when I do this program, I am my best self. It pushes me, it challenges me. And I was like, on top of all that, really at the end of the day, I was like, Erica, you told yourself you want to see where you are in a year if you give it your fucking all. So this is your decision. Are you going to fucking actually give it your all or are you going to be a little bitch about it? I had to make that decision. And I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to give it my all because I told myself I would. And it's so funny. I do not understand why in this context I have such good discipline, but I do. Not to like toot my own horn, but toot fucking toot. I do have really good discipline when I'm on the 75 hard and I do not know why. Like your girl has a fucking sweet tooth and I can see the cheesecake and the chocolate and the ice cream and not be tempted because I'm like, no, 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 I'm not failing. That is over there. It's not even an option. And I think it's because honestly, I have the zero options mentality. I have no other options other than doing the fucking program and doing it the way I'm supposed to. That is my mentality when I'm on the 75 hard. And I think it's why I thrive. And so right now, like I said, I just ended a phase one yesterday. So at the time of this recording, so today is technically my break because between phase one and phase two, you have to take 30 days. You cannot do it. Now, of course, I can still do all the things that I've been doing, but it doesn't count towards anything. And honestly, they make you do that because they're like, how bad do you want it? Are you going to actually restart? Are you actually going to restart? Are you actually going to make this a thing? How bad do you fucking want it? And so this is going to be my, my question to you when you're in those moments of failure, when you're feeling like shit, when maybe you're not doing something the way you wanted to, or as good as you wanted to, how bad do you want it? Is it worth it to you to get back up on the horse? Is it worth it to you to show up for yourself? Is it worth it to you to give it your fucking all? Because at the end of the day, it's you against you. It's not you against other people. It's not you against, you know, social media or society or what the fuck ever. 
You are the only one responsible for your fucking life. You are the author of your life. You get to create your life. You get to decide how things fucking go. So are you going to do the fucking thing? Are you going to do the damn thing? Are you going to go all in or are you going to let failures stop you from the life that you desire? And this, I see this a lot, like in the fitness world, like for example, I could see some of my fitness journey as a quote failure because no, I'm not where I want to be yet. But again, when I was like, Erica, we're giving yourself a whole fucking year. And not that it matters that much. I do have a weight goal that I'm going for. I do have a goal and I weighed myself at the end of the 75 hard. I don't weigh myself a ton, but I do at those big milestones. And I saw that I lost two pounds and some people would be like, oh, it's only two fucking pounds. Who cares? But it makes me very, very close to my first goal that I have um, for my weight. And at the end of the day, I'm like, Erica, how much do you want it? Like, are you are you proud of yourself? Because you are one step closer. And even if it's a baby step, it's still a fucking step. And it's a lot better than standing still. So when you're in those moments where you feel like a failure, you feel like a piece of shit, you're like, what do I even do? Maybe you feel let down maybe from someone else or for yourself, you get to decide how am I going to use this moment? Am I going to let it be my downfall or am I going to use this moment as a moment of actually victory and motivation that will bring me to the next level? Am I going to use this moment to rewrite my story or is this the moment that I just let my life fall apart or I let define my life because of this one fucking failure. Because let me tell you guys, I have failed over and over and over and over and over again in so many different areas. And you know what? I still do the shit I want to do. I still put myself out there. And that is because I cannot accept and I cannot settle for mediocre. That is literally my worst fear. I cannot at least give it my all. I have to fucking try. Where did this come from? I don't know. But that is where my mindset is at. I would rather fucking die trying and fucking embarrass myself because, hey, maybe I didn't do the things I wanted to do or maybe I'm not as successful as I wanted to be. But you know what? I think it's much cooler and much braver and a lot more courageous to go out swinging than to just lay the fuck down and let life just, you know, run you over and have whatever happen. So are you going to be an active participant in your life or are you going to be stagnant? Are you going to let life just happen to you? So I just love that reframe a failure. And I hope that that story of me not being able to get a fish and me getting back on the horse with my 75 hard, I hope it helps you because I'll tell you right now, the fact that I went back and I gutted that second fish I already know that I'm going to be way more confident the next time I have to do it. And I'll be a lot less scared than I was. And here's the thing, guys, last, last little point, you, just because you decide to make the, the action step or do the thing, doesn't mean you're not going to feel fear. The amount of times that I do things that I'm fucking terrified while I'm doing it all the time. That's why I jumped out of a plane last year with Kyle, right? We did that on our one year anniversary and our second anniversary is coming up. It's just around the corner. It's like, about a week away ish ish. And you know, I can't believe that a year ago I jumped out of a fucking plane. Right. And it was honestly such a spiritual experience, but 
just because you're going to do the thing doesn't mean it's going to be easy, doesn't mean it's going to be a breeze, and doesn't mean you're not going to have fear, but face your fucking fear. Do not let the fear control your life. I believe in you. I know you can do it. And guys, I pulled a chakra card before I had already decided what we're going to talk about, and I pulled a chakra card, and I love, 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 love how the universe works. Okay, so we got the self mastery card for the chakra cards. The self-mastery card is connected to the solar plexus. So let me grab a crystal and the solar plexus crystal that goes with it is going to be citrine. Here's a citrine. If you're on YouTube, this is my citrine. I love it. This, this crystal is ginormous, but this card is a reminder. I think it's hilarious that we got this card today because you have pulled this card because it is a reminder that you are in a period of time where it is important to start focusing on your self-mastery. It is a powerful time to manifest self-mastery in an area of life that you are wanting to expand in. So life is giving you tons of opportunities to master your gifts, to expand your soul. So maybe take a look and be like, are there certain areas in my life that I'm trying to expand, that I'm trying to grow? Because this is your sign that the universe is on your side with this. It has your back with this, okay? So know that current challenges that you are going through are actually just doors to help you get through and to help you get to that self-mastery, okay? Because honestly, what you guys need to know, just like my 75 hard example, self-mastery does not happen overnight. It takes time. It takes consistency. It takes dedication. And this is your sign that the universe has your back to keep going. If you are trying to master something at this moment in time, no matter what it is, this is your sign to keep doing the thing. Keep putting in the effort. Keep doing the work. You are fucking worth it. It is available to you. And to make sure that you do not lose focus. And let me see one other thing. I just want to make sure that I'm not missing anything. Oh yes, of course. To master something, it takes courage and it takes self-love. It is really fucking courageous to put yourself out there enough in order to master something that you are looking to master. So an affirmation for you today is I am the master of my destiny. So you are, you are being encouraged to take a look at your life, to look at your life mission, to plant the seeds required to bring you closer to your soul's path. So make sure to stay motivated, stay on track, stay consistent. I think it's hilarious that we got this self-mastery card, okay? It is, again, it's connected to the solar plexus chakra. So maybe do a solar plexus chakra meditation. Maybe meditate with some citrine or have some citrine around with you. Maybe some frequencies to open up the solar plexus chakra. If you have any blocks there, you would want to work on that. So that is our chakra card of the week. I think that's so funny that we got that, especially after failure, because how many times do you probably fail when you're going through self-mastery? It takes failure and failure and failure, right? How does it not? When you're mastering something, of course you're gonna fail a million times. Like, wasn't it which um which oh, sorry, which inventor inventor? Wow, words are hard. Which inventor was it that was like, oh, I had to fail a million times, but that million and one is when I finally got the thing. I forget what it was. But was it Thomas Edison, maybe, who said, like, I failed multiple times, but from the failure comes the triumph is basically what I'm getting at. Sorry, I'm not going to, I'm going to stop trying to pull, you know, a quote out of my ass that I don't remember. So, <laughs> but as you guys know, how many times do inventors 
you know, they have to try and try and try again until their thing is successful. So we have to try and try and try again. And the universe has your fucking back. That's why we pulled that self-mastery card because the universe has your back in self-mastery. So do not give up on yourself. Do not be afraid of failure. I believe in you. I know that you have it in you. So that is, uh, that's the lesson for this week, guys. I know it's something I'm working on right now. I know a lot of people are working on it. I hope that this resonated and do not forget to stay empowered. I'll talk to y'all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.